0: Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 35 of mental maintenance. I am Denise. And of course with me as always is Jordan. Hello. Happy Monday. That's all I had in my head to say. Hello. Happy Monday. This episode is going to be fun. We're going to take questions from you guys that we got over Instagram. If you are not already following us on Instagram and you have one, please do so. That's, I feel like where we do a lot of our Interacting with our listeners, um, besides, you know, here through the podcast. So, we are going to start with some housekeeping topics first before we get into those questions. First, on the housekeeping is Spin for a Cause. It is an event that is going down in about six weeks, which is crazy. When we first started talking about this, it was in like December, I feel like. So we yeah. were like, it's a ways away. We'll tell you about it later, but we're in it. <laughs> Six weeks away. We are fundraising for suicide prevention. There are three different beneficiaries that will benefit um, from, the, from these donations that we're fundraising for. It's fun because we are riding stationary bikes. In front of the community downtown to really loud music so it's going to be i mean not your not your normal fundraising event um it's going to be super fun so you can support us and sponsor us through the link here in the bio here and anything counts. It's all going to suicide prevention. We are honoring our ride to Christian Hoskins, who is the son of Molly Hoskins. That might sound familiar to you. She was on episode 19. Was it 19? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited to be a part of that. And so far we've got $225 worth of donations as of recording this episode right now. (laughs) Uh, but our goal is 750, and know that you know any dollar amount really does add up and can make such a huge difference in somebody's life. Absolutely, um, it's such a great cause, and I feel like that we the podcast has a tie, you know, to that cause. I mean, like, like we've said, you know, so many times before, if you want to. Know why we're doing this, you know. Listen to episode nineteen, and that's why we're doing it. Right. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for for donating, for sharing, for you know whatever you want to do. And we're in the front row of that okay. event. We <laughs> will be up at the front of the pack. You will be able to see us. We'll be rocking our mental mm-hmm. maintenance podcast merch, yeah. uh, which is next on the housekeeping list. Um, just a reminder that that is live. We have so many things that you can purchase. You can look on there. There's so many different colors of like everything, uh, shirts, uh, t-shirts, um, sweatshirts, hoodies, zip ups. Uh, you guys, you and your family call them crewnecks, which to me is just a sweatshirt, but Ah, <laughs> uh, the crew neck sweatshirt. Yes. <laughs> but the first few times I've heard you guys have saying, like, oh yeah, I'll get a crew neck. And I was like, like, what the shirts heck? have crew neck? Like, I yeah, I was super confused until oh, it was like pointed out and I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but we have mugs, we have stickers, we have totes, we have all the stuff. So uh that'll also be linked in the show notes for you guys to peruse Mm -hmm. Um, and that's pretty much all the housekeeping that we have otherwise we can just go ahead and get right into listener questions kind of an ask me anything episode okay so we are going to start with this question. Uh, let's see. It says, how to deal with business partners on topic of listening to communicate. Well, I've never had a business partner per se, but I have worked in a small office environment mm-hmm. a few times. And on topic of listening to communicate and maybe they mean, I mean like I, listening so that there is communication. Yeah. Yeah. Or like better listening, better communication is kind of what I yeah. heard. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm, what I'm thinking as well. And I was just going to say, I think that especially in like a small office um, I mean, I guess in this case, she's talking about an equal, right. Communicating with somebody like as an equal counterpart, mm-hmm. which we could almost just look at as like a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like at the bottom of the bo- the bottom of it all is that that's what it is. It's a relationship. Right. And I think in order to be able to effectively communicate, you do have to be willing to listen. And to be willing to listen to something that perhaps you don't fully agree with, or you're not the most excited about, but in order to effectively get on some sort of same page, you do have to be willing to, to listen to the other point of view. Yeah. I, I think having a sit down conversation is best. Mm -hmm. I think it's best done. You know, if you're, if you're going to have a conversation with someone about bettering your communication, it needs to be intimate. Um, it doesn't need to be intimate, but I feel like that's the best approach. Maybe, maybe intentional is a better word. Sure, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can't just, I mean, it could be, but it, it's not as effective if you're just like texting someone and saying, we really need to talk, you know, we really need to communicate more and get on the same page. Like that's, you know, you read a text and you forget about it. Right. So th- I guess that's what I mean is just like making sure that you show how important it is to you by scheduling out a time together and sitting down in like a comfortable place, maybe pick up the person's favorite coffee or lunch or whatever make it like comfortable yeah um and i kind of always find it easiest to just launch right into that conversation mm-hmm. like hey i really want to have like a nice good lunch with you but i've got to get something off my chest and yeah. let's let's start here let's get through it and then let's bring it back around to and remind ourselves like you know, if it gets heated or if it gets like, let's remind each other why we're here. So always, you know, think that in your head, like at the end of this conversation, if it gets a little touchy or if it gets a little awkward, reminding that person that like, I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not, I, you know, I love you. You're my, you're my best friend. That's why I went into business with you. Or you know, I really care about you. Or whatever the situation is, uh, I just want our business to do as as you know the best that it can. And I feel like this bettering our communication would help our business in the long run because that person's going to want that too. Um, so finding common ground and just reminding the person of, of why you're there what why it's important and what's important to both of you and reminding the person that they that you care about them. I think sometimes when emotions are high, I mean it's got they've got to be high in a situation where you're business partners with somebody. Mm -hmm. It can be scary to have those conversations, but they're so necessary to save that relationship. Yeah. My only other thought too is perhaps like you said, making making the time and blocking it off and making it a priority, doing it in person, definitely. But maybe figure out a consistent way to put that into your business mm-hmm. schedule. Like maybe once a week at this time on this day, that's what you do. Maybe there's nothing pressing to talk about, but through the sit down, something comes up and you guys like discuss that, perhaps that could be, you know, a a way to just constantly be trying to be on the same, the same page, more like, um, like a meeting, like a staff meeting almost, or a business meeting. Yeah. But making sure that it is a high priority on both, on both ends. Definitely. And I think, yeah, you're right. Having it be consistent. I mean, that way, you know, that it's not just like this one conversation and then everything just kind of falls back to where it was after a while. Right. If you both show up, you both schedule it, make it a priority and work Put it in out the action. It. And then a week yeah. later, yeah. Like discuss it again, reflect. And it's not like every single time you guys are meeting, it has to be that topic. It's just making sure that you guys have scheduled time to communicate. Yeah. Or even working in like some sort of um, like meeting minutes almost of like, here's all the things that we talked about, or here's topics of discussion when you were talking about um, like going to like grabbing them their favorite coffee and stuff that popped into my mind of like, Sometimes I go to big conversations like that or emotional conversations where I really do my true end point is to like be on the same page and to also make sure that I'm getting everything I need said out. And sometimes going into maybe those higher emotional settings can be like really nerve wracking and make you almost forget about what you want to talk about. Or I don't know, but going in with like, a list like literally a list that says like these are the talking points that I want to hit and I want to make sure that I I say like this specifically because this is really triggering for me or this is really um, something that I you know I feel strongly about. That could yeah. maybe that could help too, yeah. Yeah, having a having a list is definitely a good point cuz I <laughs> I will go over a conversation in my head before it happens about 8,000 times. right? And then when that conversation is happening, I it's right. half of it, right? Like, oh crap. And then you walk away like, oh man, I forgot to bring this up. And now it's right. weird if I bring it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I'm excited for whoever asked this question. I'm excited. Um, hopefully I would love for you to reach back out and let us know how this how this business partnership is working out and how you guys decide to communicate and how it moves your business forward. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Keep us involved. Keep us, keep us in the loop. Um. Okay. If you were an animal, what would you be Denise? Oh Lord. It's funny. I'm like, I know what animals I would not be. Okay. I do want to answer this question. But I also, am just curious, what animal do you think I would be? Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of animals in the world, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I feel like you would be a colorful animal. So like my first thought went to like some tropical, like bird, like some very colorful, like tropical bird. Um, I don't know that that's like super fitting. Um, I do feel like you would be colorful though. Okay. I, I like your answer better than what my answer was going to be. <laughs> What's your answer going to be? Uh, my answer was going to be what I've always said. I feel is a dolphin. Oh, okay. Okay. Mostly just because I <laughs> love the ocean and I would like, you know, just, I would yeah. love to be like swimming in the ocean all the time, but. A bird is way better. Cause then I could fly places. Yeah. I feel like a bird would be, would be a good choice. Yeah. For that reason. Yeah. I'm all about travel and you're right. The colorful is spot on. Yeah. You know me better than myself. <laughs> I would be like, hold on, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'd, like I'd want to be like a giraffe or something. Like Um, chill, but also I don't. I feel like people don't fuck with a giraffe, but like chill and cute, but like also like like could kill you. (laughs) Yeah, you don't know. Like Like they want to feed you, but also they would not want to be like a surprise giraffe. Like they they wouldn't want to like come up on you outside (laughs) in the wild. all right yeah okay what would I be though what do you think I would be I couldn't think of anything other than a spider (laughs) yeah I would make a good spider (laughs) just because I feel like yeah you chill and you know but like you know I think you would really find a lot of joy in people being afraid of you (laughs) yeah be nice to fuck with people yeah You'd be and- one of those spiders that people watch, you know, like from there. Yeah. And then go get a cup, yeah. like go get a paper towel, and then all and then of a then sudden it's gone. gone. <laughs> yeah. I think I would be that spider too. <laughs> like not just any spider, but yeah, a spider that people are like worried about. <laughs> 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 and then they can't find. Him, and then like a week later, it shows up again. Like, Damn. It's uh- funny. <laughs> That was, that was a good one. That was a fun. One. <laughs> um, okay, let's see here. What's next? Oh, if you could rename yourself, what would it be <laughs> okay, uh, in like I don't know, middle school, maybe. Yeah, it was middle school. I feel like this was like a conversation of topic between like me and Boys. my friends. So like, <laughs> if we could change our names, what would we change it to? I mean, this is not a surprise to anybody. But I had Brittany. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't. I don't think it would not match. <laughs> I think it would work out okay if I was named Brittany. <laughs> I don't think anybody would be like shocked looking at me like, your name is Brittany. I think, that, yeah. I mean, now um I really like the name Felix. I think mm-hmm. that's a really cool girl's name. So maybe I'll be Felix. I'll name myself Felix. I I love the name Felix. I think it's so cute. Also, yeah, Brittany does not surprise me. In the <laughs> I so my same we also had this conversation a lot like what's your favorite girl name like what would what do you wish your name was you know um Mm -hmm. and mine was always Alexis I always really liked Alexis um I really I really wanted to have an x in my name I just thought that would be really really cool and apparently that's a thing because I swear like every like a lot of kids now like that's a really big thing that like X's, X's, yeah, X names. I whatever. feel like that Alexis would be fitting for you. Oh, but of course, now, like ever since Shit's Creek, mm-hmm. like I, I associate Alexis with that character. Mm-hmm. So, which I feel like I'm nothing like. <laughs> <laughs> but even though I love that show and that character did grow on me, I mean, I could go on a whole other tangent on Shit's Creek, but. I don't know. Now uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like really cute. Like someone I heard someone the other day had named their, um, named their daughter Poppy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such a cute name, but I I don't really see it for myself. No, I don't see you as a Poppy. No, not Poppy enough. No. But yeah, I guess Alexis, I don't know. I guess, I mean, that's always what, like, yeah, when I was younger, I loved that name. Like, I remember writing that name in my Mm -hmm. notebook, you know? Yeah. Because I liked the way it looked written out. That's funny. Fun fact, my sister's middle name is Alexa. Mm -hmm. And to fuck with her, I would always call her Alexis. Like, so much. And her first name is Brooke. That's it. But but to fuck with her, I would call her Brooklyn Alexis because that's not her name. And it would irritate her. And I would call her that so much. That one time I was like literally standing next to her and somebody asked her what her middle name was. And she told them it was Alexis. Oh, my God. It was like one of the best moments of my life, I think. (laughs) It was so funny (laughs) to like watch her mess up her own name to my From my doing, it's like yes. And she's like no, wait. <laughs> I started laughing. She's like no, wait. <laughs> oh man, David. Good time. Speaking of siblings that call you by the wrong name, David still to this day calls me Shanice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so it's yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah, I remember people would in high school, especially because we went for a year together,
1: people mm-hmm. would be
0: like, no, isn't your, your real name's Brooklyn, right? Or what's Brooke short for Brooklyn? Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, then why does Jordan call you that? She's like, because <laughs> Ooh, good times. Okay. Next question. Uh, why did you guys start mental maintenance? i like let you kick this one off. <laughs> yeah yeah um man the why uh we I had been listening to podcasts for a couple of years and just really liked it I had really gotten into a lot of the like interview style podcasts and really had like picked up a lot of little things from those podcasts I still to this day pick up you know, to, you know, things from those interviews, um, from different people that I'm like, whoa, like I, I learned stuff about myself mm-hmm. by listening to people talk about their experiences. And I found value in that. And I would, I just thought it would be great to do something like that for someone else. And not necessarily coming from me, but, you know, having other people on, hearing other people's experiences firsthand and not, you know, any, anyone that I listen to is more like celebrities. I didn't want to hear, you know, I wasn't interested in that. It was like, I want to hear real people, like people that I know, people that I know on the surface, you know, through friends or whatever, but we haven't ever really gotten deep in like, what they've been through mm-hmm. and I just thought you learn so much by do, by doing that by sitting down and talking to someone and asking them about the hard stuff and then you you realize like who they are just at on a more deeper level I knew I wanted to do that for a while but I had no idea where to start I had no idea how to do it and honestly I was <sighs> Wor- not worried, but like scared to do it by myself. I didn't want to do it by myself. So honestly, I just thought it wasn't going to happen. And then I met you <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just had a feeling after like us getting to know each other and talking about podcasts and um, you just kind of having that like determination and like hard work and like also uh valuing people's emotions and experiences like on the same level that I did I was just like I think this would be good I think it you know and why not I'll ask and then it was like the easiest question in the world for you to answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it was I think for me I agree with everything you said and then I personally don't feel like share like sharing stuff like this is yeah. Valuable to me. Like I know from other people sharing stuff, how heard and validated I've felt it's like, why, why not try and just keep that going for somebody, for somebody else. And I think when we interview people, I, I think that people want to share their story genuinely yeah. and want to feel heard, but but it can be nerve wracking. And so to find, you know, I'm I might be comfortable just hopping on to Instagram and sharing God knows what with whoever's <laughs> watching, right? But <laughs> not everybody's like that. And so to to be able to provide like a safe and non judgmental space for them to do so, I think is it changes lives. Yeah. I mean not to like toot toot our horns but you know I do think that what we do really does make a difference in people's daily lives. So yeah, I think that is a good summary of why we of why we started and why we we keep going. And I know we don't do as many interviews within like recent episodes But I also think that that's super important to just know that, like, between two people, we can have conversations that should be had every day. Yeah. That, like, most people aren't, maybe not most people, but are not the most comfortable conversations to have, like, postpartum or, you know, how crazy it, it can be to buy your, your first house, like how many, how stressful and just like all these things that we just think are normal, that we should all be doing that are just, yeah. you do it and you're good, but in actuality can cause a lot of anxiety and like a lot of st- stress, mental stress. So yeah. and I think, you know, another thing that I realized when we started back up, you know, we were both. Wanted to kind of go this route where it was a little more relaxed, a little bit. We knew with our, you know, with the two new children, uh, our schedules were not going to be as easy to keep. And you throw on top of that the pandemic and the fact that this year has been the craziest year for viruses and and everything and above for our children um, and us. I realized when we said we wanted to go, when we wanted to start this back up, we were ready to get back at it. I just, I was like, I don't, we haven't talked, we, you and I haven't talked a lot on this podcast. Like the listeners know us through tidbits here and there from the interviews where we're relating to somebody or we're asking a question or we're giving our experience, you know, to make them feel more comfortable but we hadn't really had any conversations to let everyone know who we were and what we had really been through. Yeah. And I think this new season of mental maintenance has been a good way for everyone to get to know Denise and Jordan. Yeah, I agree. I love it. (laughs) Okay. What's your favorite thing about having a podcast? My favorite thing about having a podcast is telling people that I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like, do you listen to podcasts? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I have one. (laughs) Uh, That is a great answer. (laughs) They're like, oh yeah. Like, what do you do? I'm like, well, you know, I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, but honestly, I think that's, that's gotta be like, pretty high up there just being able to say that. And like yesterday we had a previous guest reach out and say how much she would love to like come back on and do like an updated episode and that just like warms my heart because you know it just it just feels good that I don't know I don't know how to yeah. explain it. It just I, No, I get it. Because yeah, it's like I kind of like, you know, similar with Ashley and Nicole Um, we had such a good experience interviewing them that first time. Right. And of course they shared how, how thankful they were and how grateful they were that first time. And we knew that they, they also enjoyed it, but we didn't know if they would want to come back. It was like, well, well, we'll ask. We'd love to have them back. Um, we'd love to get an update and have them, you know kind of check in with us but it's almost that that inner voice of insecurity saying they're not going to want to do this again you know it's people don't enjoy this as much as we do like you know but when they're you know ashley and nicole were the well carrie was the first return guest and she i but i know i know carrie would just do anything she's just mm-hmm. super chill and goes full well, like yeah of course you know um but Ashley and Nicole were were so excited to be back that it was almost like okay good like <laughs> yeah. we, other people do like this as much as we do and then yeah with the the other person reaching out as well it's just it makes you it makes you feel good because you know we we, we like if we say all the time we love the interaction, honestly, that's probably my favorite part about having a podcast is I have connections now with people that I didn't before, and I have interaction from people or we see interaction from people who are thankful, who point things out, who you know feedback all that stuff like it's that that connection that relationship that we have with our listeners is definitely not something I had before. Um, and it's something that I love having now and that I missed when we took, you know, we did take our break. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that's my favorite part is like the connecting with not only the guests, but also the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I think a good example of that for us is spin for a cause and like the connection with that. I mean, as soon as they announced it was for suicide prevention, it was almost like instant tears for me. It was like, okay, well, clearly we have to honor this ride to Christian. yeah, And just because of the connection we made with Molly and hearing her story and, um, you know, her, just how resilient their family is and all that they've gone through. It's like, yeah, that we have to, we just have to have to do it because now we're, we're all connected. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know to be touched so much by someone's life that you've never, you never had the chance to meet, I think is unexplainable. So, yeah, it's cool. And, and Molly specifically, I will say just a shout out to her, you know, obviously like ever, I mean, that's the only time I've actually talked to Molly when we interviewed for the podcast yeah yeah um other than that you know comments here and there and you know or like she let us in so well and so like deeply yeah that that's crazy yeah and her just being watching her story since Mm -hmm. we've recorded like she I love that she is so open and she i her yes. Facebook like her feed is just a a perfect mixture of exactly mm-hmm. like what what she is feeling when she's feeling it when she's deciding to post like yeah. look at my amazing shoes how cool are these how funny is this text between me and my son oh my gosh so funny like having a great time Today I'm feeling sad. Today I'm missing Christian. You know, yeah. and then like the next day, like just a just a total, like open and honest version of their life. Like I feel like every other person, and I'm not saying that she's showing like, you know, she's not showing like the nitty gritty, <laughs> you know, like it like, but she's just honest. Like, I'm having a rough day today. Like I'm I'm missing my son. Like I just. You know, people always say that you can't judge someone's life off of what you see on social media, but I feel like she's probably the closest person that I have on social media to like showing me like their actual like ups and downs of their life. Like, and I love it. I love how open she is and how vulnerable she can be. And then, you know, the next day she's, you know, back to showing her fancy shoes. Like, she's just, she's, she's, awesome like i yeah i love following her journey i think that's yeah that's cool too is like we do have the connection listeners to guests and listeners like when we interview guests or like when we talk to listeners but um it's cool that social media can allow us to connect like further yeah definitely like keep in some kind of form of contact Mm -hmm. yeah okay What's one of your favorite moments from an interview you've done on mental maintenance? Favorite moment. (laughs) I feel like they're all so unique. It's kind of hard. Oh, it is hard. Yeah. I think for me, one of my favorite moments was, um, a little earlier on when we interviewed Dana, I think she's only like episode four or five, but that was like my first time I think really meeting her. Yeah. I think it was kind of my first time meeting her and it was just really cool to um, one, hear her story, but also like just so instantly connect with it. I yeah. think that was like really surprising for me. I don't think that I had cried yet on an episode, but I absolutely was crying on Dana's episode. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're friends now, you know, I don't know. It's just yes. very comfortable, like very easy and also really emotional. And I think that that, that was, I don't know, just um, a good moment, I think, to remember in the midst of, you know, the hardness of what we were talking about. It was also just kind of like a beautiful moment at the same time. Yeah. Um. I looked back. She was episode six. Oh, Okay. Close. And fun fact about her episode. We had to record it twice. We did. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. I, that was something that came to me the other day that we recorded with her. And then when we went to edit it, the sound quality was like terrible. Something Mm -hmm. had like messed up. And I remember being like, you know what? Anyone else, I probably would feel really (laughs) weird asking to come back and do that interview again. But it's Dana. Should we? she'll be stoked (laughs) the second time and she was she was like yeah of course (laughs) and it was almost better the second time because we kind of knew what we wanted to get into but then we went further and went to like other parts of her story that we hadn't touched on uh, the first time around yeah so yeah, hers is, hers is this, that episode is the second time we recorded with her. That's funny. So I, I feel like so, so many of our guests stick out to me for different, for different reasons. Um, I would say one of my favorite moments or one of my favorite, yeah, one of my favorite parts of an interview was probably talking with AJ. hmm he was another one that i had felt very connected to prior to the interview um even though we had never really spoken before um just you know knowing him kind of kind of through steven playing hockey and whatnot um but there was there was a moment on when we were interviewing him where he was being so so Open, so honest, yeah, and just without without any care of like you know obviously he was just he was very comfortable, but I think also seeing that come from a male is mm-hmm. not something that I'm used to seeing very often, and it was just it was really. I don't know. It, it, it got me like, I remember just being like, whoa, like he's just, he's been through so much. Yeah. And the fact that he's willing to like talk about it and yeah, like it was, I, that, that's probably one of, I can't even say favorite because I love all of them. I love all of our episodes so much. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like, that one's a really raw, a yeah. very raw. Yeah. Episode. Absolutely. Yeah. That was definitely a tough one, even, even to get through. I mean, on, to to be honest on the other side, like being the ones that are interviewing him, that was, that was, I remember, <laughs> I think we like literally were, we couldn't talk at moments yeah. because both of us were like, okay, how do we, how do we like suppress this so that we can like keep going? Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. And I think, and maybe that's why it sticks out to me so much is just, it, he was, he, he was so much more prepared, it felt like, than we were because, yeah, I do remember just having, like, a huge window of silence because we were <laughs> <was> just like... <laughs> like, one moment, please. <laughs> I, yeah, oh my gosh, like, but not wanting to, leave. you know, leave him there, like, waiting on us, <laughs> <laughs> it mm-hmm. was it was rough, but also just... I was just in awe of his, yeah. his story and where he had gotten to by the time, you know, by the time we talked to him, he had been through all of that and he'd come out the other side and, you know, was married, married with Rachel and, you know, their second son, uh, there and just, yeah, his, yeah, oof, yeah his, his episode was definitely raw is a good word. Mm-hmm. All right. So our next question have either of you ever been in a position where some sort of wrongdoing was happening and what happened did you speak up and say something did you continue to watch what was happening and not say anything in any type of situation from someone fighting to seeing someone stealing to seeing someone being discriminated against and what was the outcome oh my gosh (laughs) Oh, why'd you ask for (laughs) this? I can't think of one thing in particular. Yeah. But there has been, I I will be honest, there has been several times where I've seen something like maybe stealing or, you know, just circumstantial, like I'm in the store and I just so happen to notice that someone's putting something in their pocket or, Mm um, something along those lines. And I and all in all honesty, I wish that I could say something in those moments, you know, especially in the in the instance of like someone being, you know, something hurtful being said to somebody or something like that. And when it's a stranger though, mm-hmm. I tend to just avoid like yeah. I just avoid that confrontation. Um, I normally just don't say anything, but I just thought of one. Mm. There was a coworker who shall remain nameless that it was when, me. I'm just kidding. It was Jordan. Uh <laughs> no. Um that said something to Kelly and I might have said this story before, but I had said something to Kelly that was on episode two, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and Ke- in that episode, you would hear that Kelly is myst- literally mysteriously losing her hearing. Like she has hearing aids, she she can't hear very well. And this coworker was mouthing words to her was not talking and was, like, pretending to be talking and just mouthing words. And she, I wasn't there for that until I, like, came around the corner and there was another person in the room with him, and that person said to him, like, that's messed up or something like that. And then Kelly, like, figured it out. And I do remember coming in, realizing what was happening and being like, and, and kind of, and saying the same thing, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, like not okay. Get a, like, shut up, go like, you need to leave. Like, and I, cause it was like the end of the day. And when I, when it's circumstance like that, like someone that I know, especially like my kid or, you know, something like that, like then I, I have no problem saying something, telling someone, you know, that they're doing something wrong or, or intervening, but I'm not that way with strangers. I know a lot of people are, and in certain situations that's needed and necessary, but yeah, I'm not very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard in the moment too. Right. And then again, depending on your connection with somebody, Uh, we were at the trampoline park, not that long ago. And this, I don't know, this kid was like, um, just messing with Juby, like really kind of Mm -hmm. being rude and mean. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, really about to fight this kid. (laughs) I was like, yeah. So in those in in that instance, uh, yes, I will definitely say something for my child's sake Yeah. Um, yeah. there. I mean, there's definitely been times where I have maybe not maybe, but have kept information that I wasn't sure was factual from other people Um, for, for instance, getting word that somebody's significant other was not being faithful and me feeling like, you know, I didn't physically see this, you know, so I don't, is it my place to possibly bring something up like that, which is, you know, which is big when I don't have all the facts. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Right. So, I mean, there have been, there has been, I mean, definitely one instance that I can think of, um, where I have kept stuff like that to myself. Um, and that instance specifically the acquaintance friend finding out coming to me saying, Hey, you know, I heard that somebody told you this, why didn't you come to me? Um, and just having to, yeah, have a discussion that's uncomfortable, but worth it. And, um, you know, I think both sides were understood It's a touchy, touchy subject, but yeah. Communication, I feel like always wins in the end. Yeah. It's rough though. Right. Because especially in that situation, you don't know, like, so, I feel like it's different for everyone. Like some people would want to yeah. know, and there are people that would not want to know. Like, right. Yeah. It's just that, you know, who yeah. am I the one who decides that I'm like worthy <laughs> of that information yeah. or like that delivery? I don't know. And yeah. then to, I think I was, I know I was really worried about my relationship with that person, mm-hmm. you know, would bringing potential false information, like hurt our relationship? Because if so, right. I don't want to do it. Right. You know, like, maybe that's, maybe that's selfish, it. but I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Okay. Next question. What is the worst day you've ever had at a job? And why was it the worst day? <laughs> okay. You're going to go or me? Do you have one? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. My You're- worst day um, ever at a job, I uh, was told they was going to have this meeting with my like higher up And I was like, honestly, kind of excited for it because all my previous meetings had always been about, uh, working towards a specific promotion. So in my mind, that's exactly what was happening in this meeting was great. Like, we're going to like, things are going to move forward and it's going to be like really great news. And I was stoked for this meeting. Um, I ended up having like a little lunch break. I was supposed to like take a lunch and then go into this meeting. Um, went into the meeting was not what I expected. (laughs) I actually was told that they were closing the branch that I worked at, which then meant that I didn't have a job anymore, which also meant that there was no promotion to work towards. And, then was also told that meant that my eight employees who I had like connected and got to know over the last two and a half years were also losing their jobs and that I did, I could take some time, but I needed to go back to work um, later that day. And I couldn't tell anybody because they were all going to find out the next morning so yeah, that was absolutely the worst day at a job I've ever had to like have to go back and like pretend like things were normal with, with my friends who, who have, who have houses to pay for, who have children to feed and just know that they don't have a job tomorrow. And I, and I know, and they don't, it was so poopy. It was the Why would thing. they do that? I don't, I don't know like wow. either either one tell you at the end of your shift if they for some reason want to tell you in advance or two just tell you with everybody else what yeah. good did it do you knowing a day before it, and then sending you back to good work question good question <laughs> would love to know would love to know i i don't know man it was the worst so insane every yeah. time you tell that story it's there's just there's just another layer <laughs> it's wild, <laughs> it's so wild, yeah, I don't know, like you would think that I don't know i I always think when I think of it, I always think to myself, like man, if I am ever in the position to where I have to tell somebody that they no longer have a job, like, please, Lord, allow me some decency to these humans, like, yeah, wait till the end of their shift, don't. There's a branch to run. Got to. know something about what they do and they're yes. like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Okay, your turn. <laughs> so mine's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> um mine is I worked with this woman and we got along great. And had had a great time together we we would laugh all the time good connection we we vibed everything was great her husband started working with us as well after we had been working together for quite some time not a long time but like six months maybe less than that um but her husband started working with us and I did not vibe with the husband (laughs) Oh yeah. At all. Like zero percent. Like there was mm. that, and I was also very young. I was like 19, 20, 21, somewhere in there. <laughs> and as time went on, it got worse. Like mm-hmm. the longer we worked together, me and the husband, the worse it got. Yeah. And at that point in my life, I had no idea how to handle that situation <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, so my way of handling it was, I didn't talk to him. <laughs> I him. <laughs> I avoided him at all costs. I, I just, I did. I wouldn't even make eye contact with him when I was talking to him. Like. I just, it was, it was so crazy. Like I physically could not bring myself to make eye contact. I hated him so much. Yes. yes. (laughs) Yeah. It was so bad. It was so bad. (laughs) And one day he didn't come to work and Mm -hmm. she asked me if I wanted to go to lunch with her. And I was like, heck yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, I I still really, really liked her. Yeah. And she confronted me about not liking her husband. Oh, wow. How did that go? She was like, we know you don't like him. (laughs) We can tell. Awkward. You don't. She And she even brought up, like, you don't even make eye contact with him. (laughs) She's like, girl, you are not subtle. (laughs) Like... What do, how do we fix this? Like, what do we do? And I remember thinking in my head as she's telling me this, like, Gosh. she brought me to
1: a um, this intervention,
0: so I wouldn't make a scene, but I can't, you know, me, I immediately just started crying because she's absolutely <laughs> right. And I felt terrible because I want, you know, <laughs> like it affected my relationship and friendship with her. Mm-hmm. Um and I was just like, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what to say. Like I I don't I just don't like him. I yeah I was just like I don't get along with him. We have zero things in common. We do things completely totally different ways his personality and my personality just don't mesh and I just don't think they ever are going to. And of course I start crying. and she's like, why, why are you crying? I'm like, yeah. I don't want you to be upset and I'm like, because I know he means so much to you mm-hmm. it I I'm physically I'm upset because I don't like him like I you know it was at the point where it was like I knew in that moment, obviously like this is affecting my relationship with you and I and I just knew from that point it would never be the same yeah and (laughs) yeah I would say that was probably the worst day that I've ever had like work-wise yeah that doesn't sound fun yeah that's pretty (laughs) (laughs) good okay I think we have one more question yes one last question it's a good one to end on too I feel it's kind of a two-parter okay if you could go back in time, would you, and would you change something knowing it could alter what life is right now? So that's part one. Okay. Second part is, or would you go into the future knowing you couldn't change anything? So kind of like a, would you rather? I mean, if I had to, if I had to pick, I would say neither, honestly, but No, you have to pick. That's not an option. (laughs) I would pick going backwards. There's no part of me that wants to know about the future. And then, like, not being able to change it. That sounds horrible to me. So. So I would go backwards. I don't think that I would change anything, though, as well. I, I honestly can't think of a single thing that I would be like, I would do that differently. Because what, like. If I did, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I, it would alter. Yeah, I enjoy, it. I enjoy this. Yeah, <laughs> not mad about this. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Mm, I don't think I would go into the future. So, okay, I was thinking of it more so like, either you go into the past and you have to change something, okay, knowing it will change your outcome, or you go into the future but know that you can't change it. I would, I would change something from the past. I would find something, I would change something. You'd find something small. Like I'm going to hang the clock on the other wall. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like if it was between those two, like either you had to go back, if you went to the past, you have to change something knowing it could change your future, but not Mm -hmm. knowing how, Mm -hmm. or go to the future. You can't change anything But obviously, it could be terrible. I feel like I would go to the future. Really? Okay. Like, I don't have a desire to know the future. Yeah. However, I wouldn't, I, yeah, I wouldn't want this to change at all. So I'd be too terrified to go to the past and have to change something. I think I would, I just know how I like try and live so much in the future. anyways (laughs) that I'm like that would just cause so much stress on me I think knowing what would be there but then like not one anticipating it or like not being able to get there sooner I feel like that would just absolutely ruin the present moment for me Mm. but if I had to go back and change something even if that were to change where I'm at today I still have absolute control over my future so if I don't like where I'm at, I have the power. <laughs> that's, that's my reasoning. That's my logic. All right. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good okay. one though. I could think about that for a long time, I feel. Yeah, for sure.: And, and that was, was it. it. That was there. Yeah. That yeah. Was last question. Thank you everybody to that submitted questions, <laughs> took us on this journey of <laughs> so many different areas. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and feel free to send us questions like that because I feel like we could always do a little blurb. A hundred percent. Yeah. We could fit them in uh a question at the beginning or end or however. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can you think of anything else you want to ask or say? I, I don't think so. I think we pretty much, um, covered everything we needed to in the housekeeping. Um, did you, was there any, up? do you have any life updates that you want to share? I don't believe I do really. No life updates for we're just really waiting for some freaking sun. That's it. Yeah, dude. Us too. I'm, I literally go out and like any day that it's not raining, I'm just spreading the rest of the snow that we have left or just like spreading it out so that it mm-hmm. will melt faster. Yeah. And that's like my therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I told Steven the other day, cause I was like, I was using a garden, right? Garden rake and like, you know, raking it out and like spreading it. I was like, this is like an Alaskan version of a Zen garden. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm working in like a Zen garden right now. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's it's doing me good to feel like I'm I'm making progress. Like I'm somehow melting the snow faster. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But how about you guys? What are your life updates? Uh, we got a camper yes you did we got our pop-up camper and i'm really excited about using it this summer whenever summer (laughs) finally decides to show up yeah um but yeah i'm really i'm we got a really good deal on it and it's like ready to go we don't have to do anything to it although we probably will just because that's who we are as people um but yeah it's i'm i'm stoked i'm excited but yeah, like I'm, I'm just, it's like a check, you know, it's like a check mark off the checklist, like yeah. done. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to use it. I'm excited for the kids. Cause I know they're going to have a blast. Yeah, for sure. A lot of my best memories were made in campers. My so. sure. good one. Investment. <laughs> <minute. sighs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Like we said, you can always submit questions to us. At any point in time, we don't have to be doing one of these episodes. Uh, Feel free to reach out through our email address, mmpodcast1 at gmail.com or on any of the social media platforms at Mental M Podcast. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can find me on Instagram at Torres J Misses at an extra A and J. And you can find Denise at Denise Serena. Yes, you can. Thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.